You're listening to The World in My Eyes. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Hello, Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta, and welcome to another episode of The World in My Eyes. I am still your naughty mistress with the mostess, the melodic goddess, and the deviant diva, naughty Nicole Delacroix. And before we get started today, I do want to remind all you little listeners out there that if you're searching for naughtiness on the internet, then make your destination our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys. Because by being a Renegade listener, they're going to give you a very special deal. Use special code BABE69, that's B-A-B-E-69. They're going to give you 50% off of one very special item, free shipping, three choice adult movies to get you in the mood, and a very special Renegade-only listener gift. And let me tell you something, the folks over at Adam and Eve Toys really do know how to treat you right. So head on over there today and pick out something really, really naughty for yourself. Also, don't forget, the Renegade Talk Radio Network is growing every single day. We've got a brand new website, so make sure you've got it bookmarked. And make sure you're checking out all the fascinating and provocative shows on the website. We've got Deep Insight into Conspiracies with Everly Isby, Entrepreneurial Ship and Business with Heather Havenwood, and as always, Hilarity and Hijinks with Richie and our very own Sammy the Sausage Man. You can also check out my other show, Big Trouble in Little Vagina, where we strive to become better partners, better lovers, and, well, better people in general. And don't forget, there's so much more great talk radio on its way to you, so make sure you check back daily, because I promise you this, you do not want to miss what's coming up next. And on today's episode of The World in My Eyes, well, it's almost time for us to select a new president. Yay! And quite honestly, I'm sick and tired of talking about the upcoming election. And I'm pretty sure that if you haven't already decided who you're going to be voting for, well, (laughs) you're going to be flipping a coin in that voting booth. So there's nothing more that I or anybody here at Renegade can share with you that's going to help you make up your mind. So we're done. So instead of focusing on that election, I thought we could take a look at another way that we've lost control of our country. That's right, boys and girls. Today's topic is a look at how Americans have lost virtually all of our constitutional rights. So just how many constitutional freedoms have we lost? Well, that's a loaded question, my friends, and one I'm sorry to say you do not want the answer to. No, I'm sorry. In fact, Our most fundamental rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, they're under a virtual assault. But our adversary is big wealth, not big government as most people like to think. Consider this. Life. Well, the differences in life expectancy between wealthier and lower income Americans is actually increasing, not decreasing. So, rich people live in longer. Liberty? Well, digital corporations are assaulting our privacy, while banks trap us in indebtedness that approaches indentured servitude. The shrunken ranks of working Americans are being robbed of their essential liberties, including the very right to use the bathroom. 
And how about the pursuit of happiness? <laughs> Social mobility in the United States is dead. Career choices are increasingly limited. As for working hard and earning more, consider this. Between 1969 and 2008, the average U.S. income went up by over $11,000. How much of that went to the top 10%? All of it. Income on the remaining 90% actually went down. <laughs> I guess that's where they got the $11,000. And guess what? These changes didn't just happen. No, wealthy individuals and corp- corporations made it happen. And guess what? They're still at it, Renegade Nation. Meanwhile, corporate America's wholesale theft of your individual liberties has become rebranded as a, as a fight for the corporation's individual liberty. So, let's shift gears a little bit and take a deep look at the first ten amendments to the United States Constitution. You know, in honor of that upcoming shitstorm election that's coming down the pipe. Because if you think that you have to wait until there's a new president to be elected for you to be truly royally screwed, I've got news for you. So I know most of us probably don't remember our seventh grade social studies and what the amendments are. So I'm going to take the time to, you know, tell you what the amendments are as we go along. So we're going to start where we always start at the beginning with the First Amendment, one that most people don't seem to know what it even says. Now, the First Amendment protects our speech, religion, assembly, and the press. And it says, specifically, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof, or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press, or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. The Supreme Court has also interpreted the First Amendment as protecting freedom of association. However, the government is arresting those that speak out, and they're violently crushing peaceful assemblies which attempt to petition the government for that so-called redress. A federal judge found that the laws allowing indefinite detention of Americans without due process has a chilling effect on free speech. They have also there are also enacted laws allowing the Secret Service to arrest anybody who protests near the president or other designated dignitaries. Mass spying by the NSA violates our freedom of association. The threat of being labeled a terrorist just for exercising our First Amendment rights absolutely violates guess what the First Amendment. The government is using laws is using laws to crush dissent, and it's gotten so bad that even the U.S. Supreme Court justices are saying that we're descending into tyranny. A few examples, just some actions that may get an American citizen living on U.S. soil labeled as a suspected terrorist, and this is just today, complaining about the taste of your tap water, using social media. Reporting or doing journalism. Speaking out against government policies. Protesting anything. And particularly when that protest has the names Occupy or Tea Party in the title. Questioning war. Even though war reduces our national security. Criticizing the government's targeting of innocent civilians with drones. Asking questions about pollution. Paying cash at an internet cafe. Asking questions about Wall Street banksters. 
stocking up on more than seven days of food, having a bumper sticker that says things like know your rights or lose them, taking pictures or videos, wearing a hoodie, driving a van, God help you if you're driving a van while you're wearing a hoodie, and writing on a piece of paper. And ironically, I have a funny feeling that not having a Facebook account is soon to be added to that list. And if you hold beliefs that could be grounds for suspected terrorism, things like being frustrated with mainstream ideologies, uh oh, renegade nation, valuing your online privacy, liking the founding fathers, being anti tax, anti regulation, and for the gold standard, being reverent of your individual liberty. Believing in conspiracy theories. Uh-oh, Everly, watch out. A belief that one's personal and or national way of life is under attack. Inserting religion into the political sphere. Supported political movements for autonomy. Being anti-abortion. Being anti-global. Suspicious of a centralized federal authority. Fiercely nationalistic. A belief in the need to be prepared for an attack either by or by participating in survivalism, opposing genetically engineered food, and opposing surveillance. Of course, those are just for regular Americans, because if you're Muslim, <laughs> you're more or less subjected to a separate system of justice in America. And First Amendment rights are especially chilled when power has become so concentrated that the same agency which spies on all Americans also gets to decide who gets to be assassinated. I read enough on that first one because that's kind of scary. Let's move on to the Second Amendment, which most of us don't seem to know what it, what it says. The Second Amendment states, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Oh yes, gun control and gun right advocates obviously have very different views about whether guns are a force for violence or for good. But even top liberal constitutional law experts reluctantly will admit that the right to own a gun is as important a constitutional right as freedom of speech or religion. And it is hard to read the Second Amendment and not honestly conclude that the framers intended gun ownership to be an individual right. It's true that the amendment begins with a reference to militias, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Accordingly, it's argued this amendment protects the right of the militia to bear arms, not the individual. Yet, if true, the Second Amendment would be effectively declared a defunct provision. The National Guard is not a true militia in the sense of the Second Amendment. And, since the district and others believe governments can ban guns entirely, the Second Amendment would be read out of existence. More importantly, the mere reference to a purpose of the Second Amendment does not alter the fact that an individual right is created. The right of the people to keep and bear arms is stated in the same way as the right to free speech or free press. The statement of a purpose was intended to reaffirm the power of the states and the people against the central government. At the time, many feared the federal government and its national army. 
Gun ownership was viewed as a deterrent against abuse by the government, which would be less likely to mess with a well-armed populace. Huh, guess they didn't know us very well, huh? Considering the framers and their own traditions of hunting and self-defense, it's clear that they would have viewed such ownership as an individual right, consistent with the plain meaning of the amendment. And none of it's easy. Yet, it's time to honestly reconsider this amendment and admit, and it's going to be a hard part, guys, the NRA may actually be right. And this doesn't mean that Charlton Heston is the new Rosa Parks, or that no restrictions should be placed on gun ownership, but it does appear that gun ownership was made a protected right by the framers, and while we may not celebrate it, it's time that we need to understand and recognize it. The gun control debate, including which weapons and magazines are banned, are still in flux, and I have a funny feeling that 50 years from now, it still will be. On that note, let's move on to the Third Amendment, one that most people don't even know about. The Third Amendment prohibits the government from forcing people to house soldiers. No soldier shall, in time of peace, be quartered in any house without the consent of the owner nor in time of war, but in a manner to be prescribed by law. Now, I'm going to go ahead and count that as an amendment which is still being honored to this day. So, score one for we the people, right? All right, my sweethearts. We're just getting started, and before we get too far, we do need to take a moment and visit our sponsor, maybe check out a little bit of music. You're listening to The World in My Eyes. I am still Naughty Nicole, and this is Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta. Meet me back here after the break. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. And welcome back, Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, this is the world in my eyes, and I am still Naughty Nicole. And today, we're taking a hard look at the rights we've given away as Americans. And I know today's topic is a little scary, but there's nothing scary about our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys. They have a vast selection of adult toys, movies, and oh, so much more. So if you're looking for something special, make sure you head on over to Adam and Eve Toys today, because they will treat you right. And remember, use offer code BABE69, B-A-B-E-6-9. They're going to give you one hell of a deal. But back to our topic at hand and how we've gotten screwed out of our constitutional rights as Americans. 
And let's move on to the Fourth Amendment. The Fourth Amendment prevents unlawful search and seizure. And it states, The right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, papers, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be violated, and no warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. Well, I'm going to say the Patriot Act is the Fourth Amendment's night fucking mare. But the government is spying on everything that we do, without any real benefit or even justification. Indeed, experts say that the type of spying being carried out by the NSA and other agencies is exactly the kind of thing that King George imposed on the American colonists. And guess what? That led to the Revolutionary War. Take heed, government. All right, we're going to leave that one where it sits, and we're going to move on to the Fifth Amendment. Now, everybody seems to know what the Fifth Amendment is, but I don't think you do. The Fifth Amendment specifically addresses due process of law, eminent domain, double jeopardy, and grand jury. And it states, No person shall be held to answer for a capital or otherwise infamous crime unless on a presentment or indictment of a grand jury except in cases arising in the land or naval forces or in the militia when in actual service in time of war or public danger. Nor shall any person be subject for the same offense to be twice put in jeopardy of life or limb. Nor shall be compelled in any criminal case to be a witness against himself, nor be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law nor shall private property be taken for public use without just compensation. Now, that's a pretty big paragraph. And to be perfectly honest, the American government has basically shredded the Fifth Amendment by subjecting U.S. citizens to indefinite detention and taking away our due process rights. The government claims the right to assassinate or indefinitely detain any American citizen without any due process. As such, the government is certainly depriving people of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. There are additionally corruptions of Fifth Amendment rights, such as property being taken for private purposes, and the the right to remain silent is gone. The percentage of prosecutions in which a defendant is denied a grand jury is difficult to gauge, as there is so much secrecy surrounding many of the terrorism trials that are being held. Protection against being tried twice for the same crime after being found innocent, or the double jeopardy standard, seems to still be intact. Hey, that's two constitutional rights which are still intact. Well, not really, but at least we're hanging on to part of one, right? All right, well, let's move on to the Sixth Amendment. And I have to honestly say, I don't think any of us really knew what the Sixth Amendment was. So, let's learn that one. The Sixth Amendment guarantees the right to hear the criminal charges levied against us and to be able to confront the witnesses who have testified against us, as well as speedy criminal trials and a public defender for those who cannot hire an attorney. And it states, 
In all criminal prosecutions, the accused shall enjoy the right to a speedy and public trial by an impartial jury of the state and district wherein the crime shall have been committed, which district shall have been previously ascertained by law, and to be informed of the nature and cause of the accusation, to be confronted with the witnesses against him, to have compulsory process for obtaining witnesses in his favor, and to have the assistance of counsel for his defense. Well, subjecting people to indefinite detention or assassination obviously violates the Sixth Amendment right to a jury trial. In both cases, the defendant is disposed of, without ever receiving a trial, and often without ever hearing the charges against them. It's like, what, did we did we pick up the phone and call bin Laden and say, hey, by the way, we're going to go ahead and kill your ass because, you know, you're a terrorist and what? I mean, I'm not saying that we weren't right in that. I'm just saying that, you know, we didn't follow our own due process. And shame on us. More and more commonly, the government prosecutes cases based on secret evidence that they don't even show to the defendant and sometimes even the judge hearing the case. The government uses secret evidence to spy on Americans, prosecute leaking or terrorism charges, even against U.S. soldiers, and even assassinate people. Secret witnesses are being used in some of these cases, and sometimes lawyers are not even allowed to read the briefs. They don't even get to read the charges at all. Indeed, even the laws themselves are now starting to be kept secret, and it's all about to get a lot worse. True, when defendants are afforded a jury trial, they are provided with assistance of counsel. However, the austerity caused by redistribution of wealth to the super elite is causing severe budget cuts to the courts and to the public defender's offices nationwide. Moreover, there are two systems of justice in this America, one for the big banksters and other fat cats and one for everybody else. The government made it official policy not to prosecute fraud, even though fraud is the main business model adopted by most of Wall Street. Indeed, the biggest financial crime in world history, the largest insider trading scandal of all time, illegal raiding of customer accounts and blatant financing of drug cartels and terrorists have all been committed recently without any real criminal prosecution or jail time. On the other hand, Government prosecutors are using the legal system to crush dissent and to silence whistleblowers. And some of the nation's most powerful judges have lost their independence. And guess what? Are in bed with the powers that be now. Well, so much for that one. Let's move on to the Seventh Amendment. Now, the Seventh Amendment guarantees trial by jury in federal court for civil cases. And it states, in suits at common law, where the value in controversy shall exceed $20, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved, and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise re-examined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. Now, as far as I know, this right is still being respected, and if anybody out there is keeping score, that's three rights that we've got that are still being followed. However, the severity caused by the redistribution of wealth to the super elite is causing severe budget cuts to these courts, resulting in the wheels of justice slowing down considerably and in some cases not moving at all. 
But we're moving on. We're moving on to the Eighth Amendment. And the Eighth Amendment prohibits cruel and unusual punishment. And it states, Excessive bail shall not be required, nor excessive fines imposed, nor cruel and unusual punishments inflicted. Well, indefinite detention and assassination are obviously cruel and unusual punishment. The widespread system of torture carried out in the past 10 years, with, you know, the help of other countries, definitely violates the Eighth Amendment. Now, I know many of us want to bring it back, or at least justify its past use. And Justice Scalia disingenuously argued that torture does not constitute cruel and unusual punishment because it's meant to produce information, not punish. Well, I'm sorry, Justice Scalia, you were wrong. It's not only cruel and unusual, but technically it's a form of terrorism. And government whistleblowers are being cruelly and unusually punished with unduly harsh sentences meant to intimidate anyone else from speaking out. All right, my lovelies, it's that time again, and we're going to take another visit to our sponsors. Take a moment, check out what they have to offer, and meet me back here after the break. I'm still Naughty Nicole, and you are listening to The World in My Eyes here on Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. Fellas, are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type BABE69 for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code BABE69 at adamandeve.com. And welcome back, Renegade Nation. If you're just tuning in, this is The World in My Eyes, and I am still your hostess, Naughty Nicole. And I hope that during the break that you took a little time to visit our sponsor, Adam and Eve Toys, to check out the wide selection of adult toys, movies, and oh, so much more. If you're looking for something special, make sure you head on over to Adam and Eve Toys today, because they will treat you right. And today, we've been talking about all the rights we've lost as Americans. And I promise you this, if we ever lose the right to Adam and Eve toys, I'm moving to another country. I don't know about you, but I'm not giving up that right. But we've got two amendments left, so let's move on. The Ninth Amendment. Now, I know a lot of us claim the First and the Fifth and all the other amendments, but to me, the Ninth Amendment is probably the most important amendment that we possibly could have. And I'm going to tell you why. The Ninth Amendment provides that people have other rights, 
even if they're not specifically listed in the Constitution. And it specifically states, the enumeration in the Constitution of certain rights shall not be construed to deny or disparage other rights retained by the people. Now, we can debate what we feel our inherent rights as human beings are. You know, I personally like to believe that we have a right to a level playing field, access to non-toxic food, and possibly, you know, good drinking water. Now, some of you out there may disagree with me. But everyone agrees that the government should not actively encourage fraud and manipulation. However, the government, through its malignant symbiotic relationship with big corporations, is interfering with our aspirations for economic freedom, safe food and water, instead of that arsenic-laden, genetically engineered crap, freedom from undue health hazards such as irradiation due to government support of archaic nuclear power designs, and a level playing field, as opposed to our crony capitalist system in which the little guy has absolutely no shot due to redistribution of wealth from the middle class to the super elite and government support of white-collar criminals. By working hand-in-glove with giant corporations to defraud us into paying for a lower quality of life, the government is trampling our basic rights as human beings. I'm going to take just a moment and let you think about that. Our own government is screwing us. Okay, let's move on to the Tenth Amendment and get this done. The Tenth Amendment provides that powers not specifically given to the federal government are reserved to the states or individuals. And it states the powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution, nor prohibited by it to the states, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people. Now, two of the central principles of American founding fathers were the government is, in, is created and empowered by the consent of the people and separation of powers. Today, most Americans believe that the government is threatening rather than protecting freedoms. We've become more afraid of our government than of terrorists and believe that the government is no longer acting with the consent of the governed. And the federal government is trampling the separation of powers by stepping on the toes of the states and the people. For example, former head SNL prosecutor Bill Black, now a professor of law and economics, notes, the Federal Reserve Bank of New York and the resident examiners and regional staff of the Office of the Comptroller of the Currency both competed to weaken federal regulation and aggressively used the preemption doctrine to try to prevent state investigators of and actions against fraudulent mortgage lenders. That's right. The federal government is doing everything it can to stick its nose into every aspect of our lives and act like Big Brother. So, while a few of the liberties were enshrined on the Bill of Rights, they still exist. The vast majority of them are under assault or non-existent at this point. And just a few other constitutional provisions, and some from the Declaration of Independence. 
because in addition to trampling the Bill of Rights, the government has also trashed the separation of powers enshrined in the main body of the Constitution. The government is also engaging in activities which the Founding Fathers fought against, such as taxation without representation, cronyism, difference to central banks, and so many others. As the preamble to the Declaration of Independence shows, the American government is still carrying out many of the acts the Founding Fathers found most offensive. And they are. He has kept among us, in times of peace, standing armies, without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to the civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to a jurisdiction foreign to our Constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation. For transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralyzed in the most barbarous age and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. Now those were the words that our founding fathers shared with King George when we declared our independence. And normally, I like to end my show on a high note, but lately, I think we need to be a little bit more serious about the mess that we're in, to, we're in so far today. So, for today, I want to leave you with an important thought from one of our founding fathers and a thought from one of our greatest presidents. The first, by Thomas Jefferson. The greatest danger to American freedom is a government that ignores the Constitution. And the latter from Abraham Lincoln. America will never be destroyed from the outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. Very wise words in these very troubling times. And with that, we've come to the end of yet another episode. And I thank you for joining me today. I hope you jo you enjoyed today's topic. And remember, I would always love to hear from you. You can find me at my website, www.nicole-delacroix.com or on Twitter at, at Nicole Delacroix. And if you're enjoying these episodes, then make sure you pick up a copy of my book, Sexual Confessional, Confidential Admissions from Social Media available on Amazon.com and all other major booksellers. Well, that's our time for today, and I do want to thank you for joining me here on Renegade Talk Radio Atlanta. And don't forget to tune in next time. Until then, remember in the immortal words of John Chiardi, the Constitution gives every American the inalienable right to make a damn fool of himself. So let's go make fools of ourselves. See you next time, my precious little heathens. We don't sugarcoat shit. This is Renegade Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio.